from the Credit Union National Association. This is the CUNA News Podcast. Credit Union people. Credit Union ideas. Earlier this year, CUNA released an industry report that found 51% of U.S. credit union CEOs and 33% of board members are women. The Women in Credit Union Leadership Issue Brief examines the extent to which women are represented in leadership positions at credit unions compared to commercial banks. I'm Casey Mishlevy, Deputy Editor with CUNA News. In this episode of the CUNA News Podcast, we feature a conversation between Mike Shank, Chief Economist and Deputy Chief Advocacy Officer for CUNA, and Samira Salem, Vice President of Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion for CUNA, from May's Economic Update video. Next week, be on the lookout for another episode that covers the Women in Leadership issue brief, featuring my discussions with three women in credit union leadership. Now, here are Mike Shank and Samira Salem. Hi there, and welcome to the May 2021 version of CUNA's Economic Update video, a review of economic developments and policy issues that really matter to credit unions and to credit union members. In this month's version of our economic update, I'm going to have a short conversation with my colleague, Samira Salem, who was involved recently in the update of our gender issues brief. This is a review of leadership and gender diversity at credit unions and how it compares to the rest of the world. So welcome, Samira. Please give us a quick overview of what you're seeing in the data and why you think it matters. Good to be here with you. Our new issues brief on women in credit union leadership finds that 51% of credit union CEOs and 33% of board members are women. And this is highly significant. To put this into context, we find that only 3% of bank CEOs are women and 16% of bank board members are women. So you can look across basically all industries and you're going to find that women are significantly underrepresented in executive positions. So for the credit union movement to have these kinds of numbers is really eye-popping. So we know that credit unions are leading the way in the financial services industry and beyond when it comes to women in leadership positions. Absolutely something to be excited about. But we also find that at both credit unions and banks, women CEOs are concentrated at smaller institutions. So there's still a glass ceiling for women, especially when it comes to these leadership positions. That said, women are substantially more likely, actually six times more likely to rise to the role of CEO at credit unions than at banks, and that's at every asset level. So overall, we are really encouraged by these findings, but we also know that there is more work to be done. And and as a movement, we are committed to doing this work. This is not the first time we've done this brief, right? Right. In comparing this version to the previous version, do you see any big change. It seems like the kind of thing that wouldn't change a lot over time, but do you see any significant departures from the previous brief? Not really. The overall percentage of CEOs who are women has remained fairly constant. There has been a slight decrease of one percentage point from China's 2019 report, which relied on 2017 data. 
this report looks at 2019 data, so it is really much closer to the present. And this change of one percentage point, I mean, honestly, very slight, is mostly attributed to the consolidation that we're seeing within the credit union industry. And it's really been about smaller credit unions that have been merged into larger credit unions. And the smaller credit unions are where women tend to be concentrated. So it makes sense that as we have consolidation, we're going to see a decrease. We did look at the ratio within each asset range. And if you break it up like that, the numbers have actually remained constant or they've improved since our last report. And if you look, just focus on that last, which is the largest one to 5 billion, we actually saw an actual increase in terms of the percentage of women CEOs. So it's a bit of a, a mixed bag, but overall, just very, very slight decrease. So what do you think accounts for the fact that there's this massive difference, not just between credit unions and banks, but between credit unions and other industries? Why does that exist? Do you have any sense for that? Well, it's kind of hard to know for sure. This research, this issues brief, doesn't really delve into that. But I think we do have some clues given credit unions history and our mission of inclusion. It goes back to the very foundation of who we are as a movement and why we were established to provide opportunities and access to financial services for those that were outside. This idea, this ethos of inclusion is something that has carried on since the beginning, we had women in leadership at the very founding. So I think it's in our DNA, our eighth cooperative principle is diversity, equity, and inclusion. In addition, our board selection process, if you think about the fact that we're doing better when it comes to women representation on boards, our board selection process is a democratic process. So any member can run for the board And that helps to minimize gender barriers to inclusion at that level. This is an area we absolutely would like to do more research in to understand what other factors might be driving this trend and how we can double down on these. I seem to recall seeing research somewhere along the way that revolves around the idea of women basically being more empathetic. We have a very consultative approach to the business. Is that something that resonates with you or have you seen that sort of research? There has been research around women and whether they tend to be more sort of pro-social on average and be attracted to organizations that are sort of mission-driven. And so I think maybe that's what you're referring to. There might be something to that in terms of women being more attracted to mission-driven organizations, which obviously credit unions are. You know, I think the other thing is we really have a great opportunity here to get the word out. More people know about this 51% of our credit union CEOs are women. The more we're going to have talented women that are going to be drawn to really look for opportunities at credit unions and more women in leadership, of course, means that we're going to be more attuned to our members who, of course, are around 50% women, right? And this can only bode well for the credit union movement, our ability to continue to be our members' best financial partner. Yeah, that's a great point. 
you mentioned earlier that data looks really good overall, but there are areas that we could improve. Can you just kind of talk us through what those areas look like and maybe some ideas on what credit unions can do now to try to move the needle on that? You know, we know that at both banks and credit unions, women CEOs are concentrated in those smaller institutions. So better understanding what's going on here is going to help us break that glass ceiling that women leaders are facing. Our largest credit union, Navy Federal Credit Union, is led by a woman. I mean, they are there. We have them. But that said, you know, if you look at the data across the board, for credit unions and banks, there's something there that is concentrating women leadership at the smaller credit. So why? What's driving that? And one step that we could take towards helping to break down that glass ceiling is to become aware of our biases. We all have biases in favor and against certain groups. And these are those hidden preferences that often lead to inequities like glass ceilings. So recognizing whether there are biases in, in recruitment of leadership, hiring of leaders at our organization is absolutely vital. And this happens everywhere in terms of biases influencing hiring in every industry. And the evidence here is that only 7% of Fortune 500 CEOs are women, 7%. So I think there is an opportunity and at CUNA, we have started to work on learning about our biases, learning how to disrupt them. And this kind of work can go a long way toward breaking that glass ceiling for women leaders in the financial services industry and for others as well. Thanks for listening to the CUNA News Podcast. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher Radio.